and months they trolled through every single DVD. They've unwrapped all the ones they can and now they're cellulose free. Now they're cellulose free. Hello dear listener and welcome to the final episode of this season of Cellulose Free. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. What have you been up to? Yeah, this this week has also been kind of thin on the ground as Great. far as doing things that I probably should be doing. Well, there was quite a list. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's... Good? It's, it's not gone well. Oh. <laughs> Do I need to uh, walk past your bedroom with a saucepan and a wooden spoon? It wouldn't help. (laughs) I have poor motivation. (laughs) And banging a saucepan is not going to help. Okay, a saucepan, a wooden spoon and a big stick. There's there's so many things I both want to do and feel obligated to do. But it's hard. I, I know, I know, which is why this is the final episode of this season of Silly Less Free. Yeah, th- this is I the. Cre- I keep putting that qualifier on. <laughs> um. This show is the only obligation I have consistently held up for the past four years. <laughs> Good. Good. So once it's all over, you'll just completely fall apart. Uh, who's to say? I, <laughs> I, I have sort of been anchoring how I've been conceptualising my weeks. Oh dear! Around it, so. Well, we are going to continue to reserve Wednesday nights for mm. our movie time, mm. and and we'll still watch movies. But as to whether that extends to podcasting as well, who is to say? You probably. Yeah, yeah, it'll be entirely up to me. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I want to edit it, which I probably don't, because I'll take too long. (laughs) Yes, here is this episode that we recorded last week. (laughs) (laughs) And that I edited five minutes at a time. This is the summer special edition. Mm, which we recorded last October. Yes, yes. Um, it has been some time since we did the autumn slash fall edition, special special edition. It's special in that it finally got finished and released. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, good. good. <laughs> so is there anything you did do? Um, I haven't watched the menu. Because it doesn't come out for, at time of recording, 
another 13 minutes. <laughs> Don't you love it, dear listener, that for a second time I've asked, what has he been up to? And he, he's mentioned things that he hasn't done. <laughs> it's such a sure. I don't. I don't know if I can even name anything that's worth pointing out. Really? Because <laughs> you, you had a package. Oh yeah. Um, my doubloon arrived. Are you sure? From, from my volunteering around Desert Bus for Hope. And how do you know that that was what was in the package? Because the package was clearly marked on the packing slip, doubloon. So, are you saying that you opened the package? I did. I there have you opened go. the package. That <laughs> is what you have done this week. <laughs> I did an thing, and that was my week. <laughs> Good upon you. Yeah, yeah, this uh, was... Ugh. Right. Hopefully, at some point, I will do things. Right. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good at doing things. You, you are good at doing things. So, yeah, I, oh, sorry, I, you're I, good at doing things, but I'm great at doing things. <laughs> it's starting doing things, or even uh, continuing doing uh, things. That that blog post I mentioned last week. Yes. It's, it's like partially done. But it was partially done last week as well, and it's still not complete. I just... <sighs> oh, dear. That's one of those things that I both want to do and feel obligated to do, but it's... Yeah. <sighs> what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Well, I did what we assigned each other to do this week, and that is listen to every single episode of both Cellulose Free and Still Under Wraps to choose our top five episodes from each of those. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was the thing that I secretly wanted to do and that we didn't agree to, but I secretly wanted to do, and then I didn't. Well, you didn't. I, I didn't. So I went and, and did... <sighs> I did all the hard work, and boy, it was some listening, I tell you. Okay, I didn't. <laughs> however, however, I did this very afternoon. This very afternoon, I did listen to a, a podcast that was recommended a number of weeks ago by Into Osferatu, I believe. The Bram. The Bram. The Bram. The podcast Reasonably Sound. Unfortunately, I listened to it this afternoon uh-huh. <laughs> or attempted to. Yeah. Um I have this propensity to, if I lay down and go to listen to or watch something in the afternoon, tend to have a bit of a grandpa nap. Mm. And oh yeah, we've we've noticed. <laughs> so so, which which is doubly unfortunate for such a podcast because you're listening to a voice that is quite listenable to, and then you sort of doze off and then. Brom, <laughs> and you wake up and you're like, ah, oh, what have I missed? And you what, wind back. <laughs> what was the context for this Brahm noise that has awoken me from my slumber? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, the number of times that I dozed off and got <laughs> a rudely awakened by a Brahm. Um but yes, I I will have to listen to it again when I'm on a walk, because I, I am less likely to fall asleep during a walk. And that is not a judgment of the podcast. It, it 
certainly uh, was well produced and very interesting and I did get quite a bit out of it but I, I think uh, my mind has slightly disjointed it in the what we need to learn here yes. is that you need to stop consuming media while horizontal yes that's right <laughs> it's a bad move <laughs> Uh, it's almost as bad as consuming food whilst horizontal. It's just not good for you. Anything else that I've done this week is is highly irrelevant. And I, I did go see my GP today and she's given me a big long list of pathology tests to do, including mm-hmm. one that requires fasting. But uh, hey, at least they have a, a, a good target vein to aim for from my bloodletting there's a nice big scar there that uh, they should be able to find some blood out of. and Yeah. I don't think they'll be able to get the urine sample out of there, though. So, oh, well. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? We, we have a film to watch. Uh, aim lower. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, don't, don't bring that anywhere near me. Thank you. Um, yes, we, we, we have a film to watch. And it's especially cool in that it is actually still under wraps. It is. <laughs> Our final episode of this season of Cellulose Free is, in fact, not Cellulose Free. At, at last, my decision to keep putting still under wraps on the cover art for Cellulose Free has, has paid off. Oh, I think, think this has happened before. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, for yeah. it to be the final episode of this season of Cellulose Free is quite apt. What are we watching today? We are watching The Devil's Backbone. And if I'd been thinking at all, I would have brought up the Spanish, but I didn't. So we're watching The Devil's Backbone. I didn't expect the Spanish translation. Good. Well, you're not getting it. (laughs) uh, What? Spanish? That was the other thing that I spent all week doing was I downloaded the Duolingo app Uh so that I could understand this film. But uh, my, my... Crazy mind thought it was in Italian. So I now speak fluent Italian. Uh Uh-huh. In in a week. In a week, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this app is amazing. Yeah. Um, You can actually use it whilst you're asleep. (laughs) Except all the way through it, it kept on going, (laughs) and would wake me up. Are you sure you weren't just listening to another podcast? Oh, look, you know how my mind is at the moment. Okay, so this is a Spanish film uh, directed by... Guillermo del Toro. ...called The Devil's Backbone, or in Spanish. You don't have it, do you? The Spanish for The Devil's Backbone. (laughs) (laughs) Española? Espen... No, that's... (laughs) El Espinazo del Diablo. Espinazo. There we go. I knew, or know, of people with the surname Espinazo. So now I know Do what they it have means. any? Um, <laughs> no, they're jellyfish. <laughs> Family of jellyfish called the Espinazos. <laughs> um, please, before we completely disrail this podcast again, <laughs> would you tell our dear listener, according to the blurb on the back of this still cellulose-covered DVD case... What The Devil's Backbone is all about. 
I'm not I'm not sure we can ever claim to have had any rails. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Almost 190 episodes of various podcasts, and no, no, I don't think we ever had any direction whatsoever. No. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) (laughs) Set during the final week of the Spanish Silver... 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 The Spanish Silver War, where they fought over cutlery... Mm. Mm. Yeah. Would you like to start again? I would. Okay, good. Set during the final week of the Spanish Civil War, The Devil's Backbone tells the tale of Carlos, a young boy who, after his freedom-fighting father is killed, is sent to a haunted rural... Rural. Rural. Not rural. 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 A young boy who, after his freedom-fighting father is killed, is sent to a haunted rural orphanage full of terrible secrets. A haunting combination of gothic ghost story, murder mystery, and historic melodrama, The Devil's Backbone is a spine-tingling tale, (laughs) revealing that the scariest monsters are often the human ones. Mufasa. (laughs) No. No, that's a lion. (laughs) Uh, hey, at least you got through the freedom fighting father. Mm. And I suspect that you were feeling encouraged by the fact that you did that and then ran into rural. Mm. And then I got slightly further than the freedom fighting father. Yes. And then and then I didn't. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what we're watching now. Um, but We're still watching The Devil's Back. Oh, okay. Uh, Thomas is going to take the cellulose off the case. Oh, don't you miss that noise? No, not really. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> what, what is going to happen is that we're suddenly going to have a new season of Still Under Wraps where I place a blind order for 20 random DVDs that are still under wraps and we'll have to watch them. Uh-huh. Don't tell mum about this plan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, Thomas has removed the cellulose <laughs> off that, and I talked through it. You did? I think you heard a decent amount of it, so that's all right. He's going to open the case. He's going to take the disc out of its case. In a moment. He's going to refuse to take the disc out of its case. Yep, just I'm going on strike right now. <laughs> He's closed the case. <laughs> He's going to... Put the case and the disc into the DVD player. <laughs> We're going to listen to crunchy noises and then we'll come back and talk about those crunchy noises. So, we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to... Little bits of broken plastic, probably. Yeah, what, whatever constitutes a side. <laughs> oh, you mongrel. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about uh, purchasing a new Blu-ray player. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll just pinch the one that's in your room. Yes, yes, the one that has a different set of problems. That's right, yes. Uh, roll the tape. So what did you think? It's 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 solid. It's it's solid. 
I was not particularly scared throughout. It falls into gothic horror, you know, and those those ideas of the past haunting the present. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't, like, hiding behind anything. I was just interested to see where it was going. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wrote in my... It's very hard to write notes during a subtitled film. Mm. It's hard to do any um, second screening. So I, I, I tried to remember things and, and jotted down some things as the closing credits were running. Uh, but I did jot some things in during it and, and missed some dialogue. But one of the things I wrote was I, I was... Certainly looking at the cover and reading the plot, I was all psyched up for a, a number of jump scares at least. And there were zero. Yeah. Exactly and, zero. And zero was the right amount mm-hmm. because it is a ghost story, mm-hmm. but all of the ghosts in it mean well, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they are unnerving and disturbing but they aren't there to to terrify or to to make you jump it's not a you said gothic horror mm-hmm. and i just wrote it's a ghost story and both are, are definitely interconnected um mm-hmm. so it's a gothic ghost story but is it horror i i don't know it, it's a really bizarre mix i confess that I was half expecting you to jump in with a, so what did you think before I said, so what did you think? <laughs> and and so I was outright ready to say, if you didn't like this, I'm going to fight you. Um, <laughs> it is, as you said, a really, really solid film. But it's really off kilter and you're always uncomfortable, I think, Mm-hmm. throughout it there's not a comfort moment in it sorry I, I tell a lie there, there are brief moments of i guess camaraderie and love and um mm-hmm. and compassion but it never goes in the direction that you're expecting it to right from the start as i said um, my mind was in completely the right, wrong zone for what i'd psyched myself up for what i was going to watch mm-hmm. but even once I adjusted to that, it was sort of like standing on a ship that's in not a rough seas, but a swell that's enough to not allow you to predict when the next wave's going to hit. Uh, and, and so you, you're constantly just slightly off balance um, and, and half expecting to fall over. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I the, so. the ship just constantly just... Just noticeably tilted to yeah to yeah, uh, and not just left and right, but you also a slight pitch forward, so you, you you might have to stagger a few steps. And I hesitate as far as uh, spoilers are concerned, but the main ghost makes quite a dramatic prediction or or prophecy, mm. and and it comes to pass, and yet. From the start, it's expected that uh, he's going to be the main player in that uh, taking place. But you slowly realise, ah, is that what's going on? And then you have a second ghost introduced (laughs) that that Mm -hmm. is also, I guess, redemptive and um, protective and means well for those who deserve well. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a strange old film. I I loved it. Yeah. It was. <laughs> I I enjoyed it. I don't think it would end up in my best of list. Right. If I were to compile one, which would take a while, because I'd need to remind myself what I thought of the <laughs> hundred and eighty-nine oh, films that we've watched. Yeah. I did joke about going through and listening to them, and I do need to do that and actually write down at least what did I think of that film you know, for my per- mm. own personal. Because I look at the list and think, oh, watch that. Did I like that or didn't I like it? I can't remember. But I hope that I at least remember that of all the Spanish Gothic horror slash ghost story films that are on the shelf, this is the best. This is also the, the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you get vibes of Christopher Lee in The Old Doctor? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. it was quite distracting. I thought, well, that's a Spanish-speaking Christopher Lee. I'm, I'm sure of it. It's the, the hair around a, a rather... Christopher Lee has a bit of a long face. He does have a long face. Yeah. Yep. I, again, as far as going into it, I was not expecting such evocative uh, cinematography. The the camera angles and shots and, and wide shots and uh, the camera movement, it was all just added to the atmosphere and, and also added to the sense of space and feeling and that unlevel, I guess, not quite knowing where you are, but definitely getting a feeling of an uneasiness. Mm. The, the, the wide open spaces. It, it's all wide open spaces. We have wide open spaces in this orphanage that is also in the middle of an arid Spanish desert. Yeah, yeah. And yet... It's also cramped. Yeah. Because there is nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the sense of claustrophobia in so much space was quite bizarre. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you mentioned the interior, especially the dormitory room. It felt very grounded and felt like a real room, but it mm-hmm. also dwarfed the kids that were in it and also gave an impression of... Um, it was just skewy. Um, mm-hmm. in the, in that space, and almost like the, the well, the ghost story. I'm used to telling ghost stories around campfires, but in that dormitory, even though it was a large space, all of the kids were in beds close up. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. off in the shadows, there were no kids, and it was almost as if they were gathered around the fire which in a lot of ways they were but so much space in that room and yet every kid is shuttled off into one little corner yeah uh, cinematography was great the sound was wonderful the sounds that you thought you heard and weren't quite sure even the creation of inanimate objects as characters as well you know, you know you've got this object in the middle of the courtyard that um, is an inanimate object, but you're never quite sure whether it is fully inanimate. Um, <laughs> better hope it's fully inanimate. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I, I was fully expecting all through 
the film that it would become animate. Mm. Because almost as if the breaking of curses or the the fulfilment of revenge or, or what have you um, resets everything or lets everything continue on as it should have up to the point where bad things originally happened. I'm talking vagaries here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actors. Mm-hmm. Absolutely spot on. The casting was great. Um, yep. The kids were... Uh, I, I was convinced. Sorry? I was convinced. Yeah. yeah. I was convinced that they'd been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just you see certain films uh, with orphanages and you never quite get over the feeling of as soon as they say cut they go off to have their meals and and th- there's a, a separation between there but for all that film I felt that those kids have been there forever and don't get a break no. <laughs> it avoided the cliches of the new kid bully. I thought it was going to go that there would always be an animosity there Mm. between two of the characters, but that got wiped very early on in the piece. It had good-sized subtitles. Yep. I could read them, which was wonderful. The disc has absolutely no menu, so as soon as you put the disc in, the film starts, and if you hit the menu button, it just goes back to the start. (laughs) You, You have to use the DVD remote subtitle button if you do choose to watch it without the English subtitles. So it, it has been a long time since I have seen a DVD that just loops on itself. Yeah, yeah, this is I, this is basically as sparse as it gets. I think last time might have been the Wiggles movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure that one just loops. And that, that was probably for different reasons. Um, mm. <laughs> parents demand that you have a disc that you can put in and just leave playing and it'll just <laughs> keep playing whilst yes <laughs> I don't think I have anything else in my notes other than it was a, a big big surprise in so many so many different ways and that is that is a keeper great Man. Great film. That's a good place to end. It is, yes. Um, <laughs> I really, really did have fears that this was going to be another better watch out misfire, but no, absolutely not. Do you have anything else you wish to say? No. All right, we shall move on then as we swelter <laughs> in this room. Obviously, I can't trust the temperature gauge over there. The one that's sitting right next to the the warm amplifier. Mm. It's saying 27 degrees, which I don't believe. No. It's also saying outside 23 degrees, so it's probably a touch warmer in here. Yes. um, Yeah. I reckon it's about 25 in here at the moment. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So you've got nothing. No. We shall move on then. Or have I already said that? don't know we shall move on then shall we we shall move on we shall the following segment has no title thank you what have we got we shall start over on youtube righty ho uh with dunkle hi dunkle who says of princess mononoke this is one of the very few films I own myself. Yes. 
but I've never seen it, and I am worried that if I ever did, I would white flag and not finish it. Oh. Knowing what I do about Dunkel, mm-hmm. I think she would have a good time with it. But um, There is a choice of living with it on the shelf, unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps, mm. <laughs> or biting the bullet and possibly finding a wonderful film there. Mm. Uh, you know what, what is there ultimately to lose but as i don't know you and things that make you uncomfortable i cannot judge that just keep it in mind that i had an eight-year-old daughter who even though i freaked out after we started watching it we only got halfway through and then when the next week came around the first thing she said was can we watch the rest of that film so <laughs> I heartily endorse watching it, but your mileage may vary. Uh, even though it was wrong, my guess <laughs> on Better Watch Out was still better. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It certainly was. There's, there is absolutely no doubt about that. And finally from Dunkle, and possibly finally for some time... <laughs> Indeed. Dunkle guesses... M-N-N-O-K-E, which is not quite right. It is not quite right, but but is better, I'm sure. <laughs> we will go over to Facebook, starting with Helen. Hi, Helen. I'm going with Monoke as the guess. Right, M-O-N. M-O-N-O-K-E. Also wrong, as the guess, which seems to me to be the only sensible possibility, (laughs) but one which would provoke much angst because of getting the name so horribly wrong. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure if I can beat the length of Thomas's list of things not done over Christmas slash New Year, but I suspect I could give him a good run for his money, although I have managed to get beyond the preface of the book I'm reading. Mind you, I got the book long before Christmas. (laughs) Uh, yes. Etymology is a useful thing. I had extrapolated spine from Espinoza before Colin had finished looking it up, although it helped that backbone had already been suggested. That kind of word extrapolation and speculative etymology can also be badly wrong. It can. Citation needed. (laughs) (laughs) That's why when I said it can, there was an asterisk. Mm. Also, from Adam. Hi, Adam. Gents, I have loved your podcasts over the past few years. It's been a must-listen to for me and has been enjoyed over many long road trips. I'll miss it. And thank you both for all the effort and time. Can you please include some suggestions in your final app on podcasts you listen to that may fill the void of cellulose free? <laughs> um, if you don't have 99% invisible, then you need that on your podcast list. Thomas? I'm not going to be much help here. I don't know that I listen too much that fills this specific void. No. Well, I mean, 99% invisible it really doesn't. We are a unique podcast and nothing will fill this void, Adam. I'm sorry. I know of, of other podcasts in a similar vein, but I don't listen to any of them, so... No. I'd... Dear Hank and John, that's fun. I hear it is. 
if only I had the device that I played the podcasts on in my very hand here. Oh, if only. If only. Cautionary Tales, check that out. And 20,000 Hertz is a good one. That, that should keep you going. Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on valuable suggestions <laughs> I could offer. I'm looking at my list of podcasts on, on my podcast player and 90% of them aren't going anymore, so... <laughs> yeah, I, when I do get the chance to actually listen to any podcasts, they're all feeling weird niches. Yes. And I... <laughs> yeah. We do have some responses over on Discord. Right. Do we have any guesses? We do have guesses. Oh, wow. But not immediately. Right, okay. Entuosferatu. Hi, Entuosferatu. Penultimate responses. <laughs> we watched Princess Mononoke along with all of the then-available Ghibli films after the US release of Spirited Away, which is, oddly enough, probably the first anime I had seen. Ah. I was a band nerd in high school and a PC building slash gaming enthusiast at university and never really got into Anime Club, which you had to do to see anything other than Pokemon at the time. Uh-huh, yep. And even that was late high school for me. Yep. I did recognise the style and then looked it up and found that for whatever reason, PBS channels in the US had a reasonable amount of Franco-Japanese animation in the 80s. So weird. (laughs) Yeah, if anyone is going to collaborate on animation, the French and the Japanese are a reasonable bet. Yeah, I've got some favourites. I will confess that I've never been into anime. Mm -hmm. um, And I don't think I've consciously put Ghibli into the category of anime, particularly. The trouble is that anime is very broad. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's not even a genre. It's a thing that we have called Japanese animation. Yeah. And animation is itself very broad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, as as has been identified in uh, the numerous, in quotes, animated films that we have watched. Mm. So, yeah. I've never been, a, like, I've never watched a Pokemon mm-hmm. <laughs> show from beginning to end. Or um, Well, but <laughs> there is rather a lot. Yes. Uh, no, no, I mean an episode. I've never seen an oh, episode right, from yeah. beginning to end. I've only caught bits and th- think, hang on, isn't this what happened in the last time I caught a little bit of it? <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> There is only so much you can do with this concept. <laughs> well, I instantly thought Dora the Explorer. How, how long has Ash been around in Pokemon? Ash retiring Pokemon. Because uh, the, the recent news to come out of Pokemon is that after 25 years as the leads of the Pokemon animated series, Ash and Pikachu... Are leaving. Wow. Okay. And being replaced with new leads at the end of whatever series they're on at the moment. Uh, the the musicians changed, but the music is still the same. There are going to be two human leads now. Wow. That's... And neither of them are going to be Ash. Wow. That means nothing to me. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I, when I say that, I did 
put a link to, and I'm assuming Ash, I don't know whether you watched the link of voicing, uh, revoicing part of a Pokemon episode YouTube video on the... I can't remember seeing you copied, that link. You copied and pasted, and but you didn't even I, look at no, the No, I links. cannot remember that link coming across my desk at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> now you got me wondering whether I did actually put it on there. <laughs> I'm sure I did. Anyway. So, I'm, I, I, I don't really care either. No. I just think it's interesting that it's been 25 years. <laughs> That's crazy talk, that is. Hmm. Entos Ratu continues and provides two file name guesses, one of which is flippant and one of which is less flippant. (laughs) (laughs) So do we get to flippant the coin as to which one we choose as his final guess? Well, I'm not sure it will matter. No, okay. The flippant guess is WLFGRL for wolf girl. Okay. uh, Which is wrong. Yes, it is. And the less flippant... Clever. Mm. The less flippant guest is P-R-M-N-N-K, which is also wrong. P- sorry? What was it? P-R-M-N-N-K. Right. Yes, that is that is wrong as well. Um, for a start, there are no P's in the uh, file name that I went for. Yeah, as it turned out, Dunkle was the closest with M-N-N-O-K-E. But the O was on the wrong side yes. of the N's. Yes, I went for M-O-N-N-K-E. Monk. Monk. Oh, it doesn't really work, does it? You had six letters. You had six letters to fit in an eight-letter romanization. It's a struggle on a battle from the womb to the tomb, isn't it? Entwasferatu concludes, your podcasting cone, uh, as in K-O-A-N, for the next episode, which is, you know, a Chinese contradictory sort of, I want to say aphorism, something like that, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up now. I don't want to be wrong. (laughs) A succinct paradoxical statement or question, Japanese. Not Chinese, Japanese. Right. A succinct paradoxical statement or question used as a meditation discipline for novices. Oh. Your podcasting cone for Koan? Koan. Yes. Koan. <laughs> Co- Remember Koan? the vowels. Koan. 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 Saying it many times is not going to get it more right. No. What is the sound of a comment not read aloud on a succeeding episode? Oh, that—that that is, yes. We we are doomed, aren't we? Mm. We really are doomed. Um. Uh, and finally, from E of Pi, thanks Hi, for e of the P- shows. Hang on. Hi, E of Pi. Thanks for the shows. That's you're, it. That's you're the welcome. whole comment. You're welcome. We're glad that people listened. <laughs> you crazy people. Uh, why? Why? Which, I guess, because there there really isn't a pick a film segment next, because we, we might just continue on. I... My self-deprecating nature is, mm-hmm. is such that I cannot 
I cannot understand why anybody would listen to this rubbish. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was never meant to ever go this long, but we have enjoyed it. Mm. Um, <laughs> but still, I cannot comprehend why. Remember back at the start of this whole endeavour when the Road My Cast contest came up, which was the whole impetus yeah, for it, this thing. Yes, win some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't. No, well, no, I did. Oh, well, you I did? didn't. I didn't win anything, but the first X right. number of yes. entrants would get a couple of Road Lav mics and a lightning connector that you could plug into your iDevice uh, mm. and then connect the two microphones into, which was actually worth quite a bit. Uh, and the lav mics are handy to have because they plug into other things that I use. But mm. I, I don't have any eye devices. but the extra lav mics are, are, are pretty cool. But, and yeah, <laughs> that, was, that and, was it. And the one eye device that's still sitting on my desk wouldn't be useful because even when plugged in, any interaction with it will cause it to turn over and start again. Right. Excellent. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It'll show notifications just fine. <laughs> which is which is like Archaeolog useful. Archaeologists will dig it up, you know, in thousands of year t- years' time, and it'll just suddenly go, bling, show a notification and then die again. Mm. Um. Yeah. So, so back at the start of this whole thing, there was... The vague inkling that you might, like, invite other guest hosts. Oh, yes. And here we are, 189 episodes later, and we are the only two people who have significantly spoken on either of the podcasts. I say significantly. We did have. I do remember that there were people in the room at one point when we were recording a podcast who gave a vague cheer yes. of some sort. And we have had at least one uh, recorded message mm. from a dear listener yes. as well that was back in the still under wraps days. Yeah, Getting back to myself deprecating, when we finally got through all of the still under wraps mm-hmm. discs and thought, well, what's next? The very first thing that I wanted to do was to give everyone a free pass with the thought that anyone who is still listening to Still Under Wraps is just doing so to boost the numbers, <laughs> I guess, uh, to, to not have us play to an empty room. So it, it was a, a free pass for anyone to stop listening and and people certainly did um mm. there are certainly less listeners to cellulose free than there were to still under wraps and that did not upset me um no. but I'm, I'm still very much of the uh the feeling of why does anybody listen to this rubbish and so this is a release for all of you yeah. it is a relief for me certainly in the last six months or so, I have very, very much felt a flip-flop between I really, really still enjoy this Mm -hmm. and I really, really still enjoy editing, but also confronted with an increase of that feeling that you described earlier in the podcast of these are things that I want to do, but I can't bring myself to do them. 
Mm-hmm. And I am at that point at the moment. You mentioned 180... 189. 189. Um, and, and that has been, apart from a few breaks, that's, mm. that's been weekly. And I admit today, when I was listening to the podcast about the Brom, at the end of that, as is the case with all of the podcasts that I listen to at the moment... They go through a big, long list of people who do they, a whole heap of things. They have producers. They have series producers. They have they, music providers and editors. And, you know, the they, people who are making the the vocal content aren't the ones who are chopping this up. And <sighs> I am weary, mm-hmm. but I'm also already feeling remorse and have been for the last seven or eight episodes thinking, why did I choose to stop? Mm-hmm. And even today, it was there, there has been a feeling of that is flip flop between. I don't want to record today <laughs> uh, because it means that I need to edit tomorrow, and the feeling of no, I don't want to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. So uh, this this I don't think we can say this is goodbye, but mm-hmm. this is again a free pass for anyone to let go move on to bigger and better and more cohesive things Mm. and if we reappear we shall let you know Mm. on the the channels what have i got left to do for this podcast i've got to do one last cover art yes wait for you to edit up and stick it up so i can pull down the audio yep and stick the art and the audio through the script that i made to turn it into a video yep which you know it's worked reasonably well for me and then stick that up on the youtube check that the description is all right (laughs) (laughs) including links to youtube uh, videos that you don't watch Mm. (laughs) (laughs) you know fix the formatting because the thing that you've been copying from has been just slightly not quite right for the past two years and it's like it's fine i'm doing this anyway i'm just gonna fix it here (laughs) (laughs) and so i've done that and then because i'm too busy focusing on fixing the formatting i miss like obvious errors (laughs) yeah yeah so do that stick that up on the youtube make sure to put the youtube video in the playlist because a couple of times early on i forgot to do that and then Wait until seven, or more realistically, a bit past seven, possibly hours after seven. Yes, yes. And then go on a marketing push, and that's <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's all I've got left to do. But each episode takes between three to five hours mm-hmm. to edit because of my brain, and because of my eyes, and because of anxieties and. <laughs> So you've got to edit the podcast and then write up the description that I'll then go and check over. Yeah. Sort of. Maybe. (laughs) And then schedule it and you're done. Yeah. And then later, after I've done my marketing push, it reminds you to do your Facebook post on your personal page. Yep. And then you're done. Yes. So... If you want to find me, and I don't know why from this particular podcast you would need to find me, because if you found me from this podcast, 
How? Yeah. How? I am much more well known <laughs> in many other places. Yes, I, I, I don't understand. But if you do want to find me, I am still on Twitter, at Tantsa. I'm still out there, partly because most of the people who I want to find on Twitter are still on Twitter, and if they weren't on Twitter, they'd be any number of hundreds of other places. I have enough apps. Yeah, well, I, 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 uh, I did actually uh, create a, what do they call it? Mastodon. Mastodon. In fact, there was a Mastodon in this film. Mm. Wasn't there? Yes, there was. Or was it a pig? There was a picture of this. <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely a picture of a mastodon in this film. Yes. Um, but uh, anyway, I, I'm, I'm still around. Yeah. On Facebook and Twitter. I, I, I tend to avoid Twitter these days. I sort of vaguely have a timeline on Twitter that's working for me and that isn't hugely dominated by all the bad things that are happening all of the time. Yeah, that's how I trimmed my Twitter. Anyway, mm. we're we're stalling. Yeah. We are stalling for finishing and this is making this... Uh, uh, oh. We've just hit the one hour, mm. um, which is interesting for those dear listeners who are still listening. Yeah. Compare that to the length of actual podcast and you'll see how much guff has actually been spared you well you know (laughs) think about how far we've come he says as he pulls up anchor.fm slash still under wraps where the original podcast still resides and you can go back to it at some point i think i'll throw those up on the youtube but there's 89 of them so that'll be a task even with the script that'll make it a little easier it's still 89 episodes we have come a long way remembering that our original still under wraps episode on troll hunter was only 15 minutes long that's right and back then we thought that was reasonable it was and it yes it is still reasonable um, <laughs> i wish this was only 15 minutes long <laughs> All right. Thank you, dear listeners, for sticking with us. You are free. No feelings of guilt or, or anything. Uh, if we do re-emerge from the sludge, uh, we have absolutely no expectations for you to feel obliged. Oh, no, they're back again. I guess we have to listen and comment. It has been good. The journey has been great. And we hope that you do find bigger and better things to listen to. <laughs> Hey, it doesn't have to be bigger. No, shorter and better things to listen to. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Do you have any closing comments? No, no. As my noodling on the ukulele fades up for the last time. Yes, and... For a while. It is noodling away. Um, no. Thank you. Thank you for listening. It's... So long and thanks for all the fish. I I don't want to go, but I don't have as much work to do on it. Oh, don't say that. No. (laughs) We'll be back in a month. Um. (laughs) Well, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yes. It it might just be seasonals. (laughs) Hey, if any of you you make a really good recommendation... For mm. a film that we need to do a cellulose-free episode to, uh, you know where to make that suggestion. 
and we'll see what happens. Yeah. But until then, I can't say it. I could say it. (laughs) We'll catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to Cellulose Free. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Cellulose Free is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. We keep track of our extensive physical media collection through My Movies, which we highly recommend. You can find links to that, as well as other places you can find us in the show notes. Cellulose Free is a Hi Hello production. I forgot to put the apple cider in the fridge. I was thinking that if now is a time. Oh, yes. But no. You can't really put uh, ice into apple cider. No. It just doesn't work. And so the apple cider remains at the bottom of the pantry. Right. Is that your apple cider? No. No. It's just a apple cider. It's just a apple cider. Right. Which apparently you'll keep until next year sometime. <laughs> I know you've carefully monitored when it goes out of date. <laughs> Good upon you. Where's the stop button? I can't press the stop button. It means the end. It's it's next to the play button. It hasn't But moved. not the one lit up red. Right, okay. Levels, 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 I'm feeling pretty warm. It's very, very warm. It's warm. Okay.